Hello and welcome to Unfiltered with Alexandra, a show for anyone interested in healthy lifestyle and positive mindset. Broaden your perspective by listening into casual conversations and unfiltered real talk I have with people that inspire me, many of them I've met on my travels around the world. Hey and welcome back to Unfiltered. Words become phrases, phrases become stories. These words by Sara da Silva Learnstone. Today we are talking about yoga is lifestyle. Her mom signed her up for the first yoga classes and only much later than that, yoga became for her a lifestyle. This led her to join a teacher training in India where we two met at the end of 2019. She's these days working as an independent writer and communication specialist. Ugly dancing is next to yoga her thing to get out of the mind and drop into the body. We had a wonderful talk together that felt like a reunion after our way separated at the end of our month together in India. A conversation that requires a nice chai or a cup of herbal tea, cozy corner and just some time to tune in. Uh, thank you so much thank for accepting you. my invite. Um, thank you. It's good it's to see so, you. It's, yeah, it's so nice to see your face again. And I just thought about it that it's one and a half years ago. And that's insane. It feels like it's, in one way, it feels so long ago. And in one way, it feels like we met yesterday now when yeah. I saw your face in the, in the yeah. screen. Yeah. That's nice. When we met in India, that was... Um, a very special group. I don't know how mm. everything in that month that we worked together uh, got together. Let me just quickly explain to the people listening in. Uh, Sarah and mm. I, we met in India uh, at a teacher training. She participated there and I was leading the group. And it was a, a very intense experience, probably because it was a small group. What were we, 12 together? 11, yeah, or 11 yeah. 12, yeah. 11 or 12, yeah. And it was a very deep investigating journey, not only for the students, but as well for me as a teacher. And um, mm. I have closed each and every one that was there very near to my heart. So that's why I'm so thankful to have you, seeing your beautiful face yeah. in front of me. Um, so can you explain a little bit to the people listening in, who is Sarah? What, like, like, tell something about yourself, where you're coming from, uh, what drives you every day, what makes you smile every day? Yeah, so my name is Sarah and I'm born and raised in Sweden, in a city called Jönköping, uh, mostly famous for its kebab sauce, which is quite funny, and uh, all the churches there. Uh, I now live in Stockholm and work uh, with uh, marketing at a company called Brave, working with uh, digital treatments for mental uh, health challenges. Okay. And um, what I'm doing every day to to feel good. Um, I I can I can start to uh, tell you a bit about my my journey with yoga. Yeah. And um, because I understood <clears throat> that it was your mom that sent you uh, yeah, to your first yoga exactly. course about round eighteen. She really thought it was yeah. needed. No, 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 definitely not. And it was so much fun because I've always been this um, 
person that wants uh, things to go very quick and you know I I didn't really I I'm quite restless and I think that was why my mom decided to uh, sign me up to a yoga course um, and at first I was like don't you know me I mean yoga isn't my thing at all <laughs> you should know that and uh, I started the course and I wasn't really sold in the beginning I was a little bit like oh no uh, I don't know if it was because um, because of the fact that it was my mom that has had signed me up mm. um but then when I was maybe like 23 24 um I started to do it more on my own and I really loved it okay. um and I have done yoga back and forth since I was 18 um and I just think I needed some time to realize how much it gives me. Uh, it gives me a space where I don't have to perform. Mm. Um, I can just, because in everything else, you know, at work or when you are doing uh, other sports, uh, which I'm doing a lot as well, but you are you're performing, performing in another yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. It's always a little bit of a performance that you need to accomplish yeah. certain tasks or you need yeah. to be strong or you need to run faster, exactly. things like that. And within exactly. the yoga, you feel that there is no performance, there is no goal to achieve. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. I feel mostly happy after yoga practice when I have achieved to listen to my body. Mm. Um, okay. Because I think that is a hard thing for me to do as a person yeah. to listen in. And for me, yoga helps me uh, doing that. And I think it's super, super important. Um, and it, it keeps me grounded. And uh, I can feel so happy and more positive and calm and uh, gentle to myself after yeah. a yoga class. Yeah. Yeah. Has it been a big support for you over the last year as well? Because the teacher training, you did it, like you said, a year and a half ago. And of course, like, you know, a year ago from, it's, it's about a year right now that yeah. there is this stage of pandemic and uh, you've been living in Europe since. Uh, has it supported yeah. you working yourself through uh, the last, months uh with everything that has been going on in the world yeah it has definitely um and i feel that when i take because it has of course uh for me as for everyone else um been a journey this year with mm. its up yeah. and down um but when i have been practicing yoga and doing it con like continuously um several days in a row I can definitely feel that I'm um yeah I feel more grounded and positive and calm in the situation and you know uh, everything that comes with that but I I don't really feel that I need to do like an asana practice um but but like go to the water here and sit on a bench and just yeah 
meditate for for 10 minutes or five minutes or two minutes Uh, just giving me that space gives me so much and I try to remind me of that every time I I take the time to do it because it can also be periods when I don't do it at all Uh, and then I feel that I really miss it uh, definitely The moment that, yeah, I think that's where a lot of people do. The moment that they drop out a little bit of regularly sitting with yourself for a couple of minutes a day. And if that is just sitting, observing, or is that moving? um, The moment that that drops out, that that falls away, um, it's that there's almost that anchor that drops away. And mm-hmm. what I sense as well with the practice of yoga itself, but as well meditation, breath techniques, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. taking the yoga away from the physical practice is yeah. supporting you in staying more rooted, grounded and connected in the moment instead of losing ourselves in thoughts that are basically often not even ours exactly so I think it's a daily practice this may sound cliche but it's a daily practice just being alive yeah Uh, you know sticking to your values and your uh, goals and um, what's important to you and don't listen in on what everyone else thinks Mm. um Um, about how you shall do stuff and which way to go and how to look and which food to eat or which music to listen to yeah um so so for me yoga is about yeah it's about like being true to myself in Mm. a way yeah. Um, or trying to be as true as I can be every day to myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, without, without, I, I hope that for to say without putting any labels or remarks beside it. Like, for example, if you say I want to do a yoga practice every day and then yeah. one day it doesn't happen and you only sit on your mat for five minutes and there's no movement happening um mm. having having peace with that because apparently that okay. was supposed to be there in that day yeah so yeah not every day <laughs> it can be uh handstanding around the world it's it's sometimes just sitting for five minutes until this yeah or sometimes i just want to lay on my yoga mat for yeah half an hour yeah and, you know oh that's uh, good laying down in shavasana I, uh, yeah i just i just love it it's it's so nice because I I find it quite hard uh, to relax completely Mm. Uh, sometimes you know I'm a bit stressed or I'm a bit tense and I tend to think a lot about uh, what has been or what will be Um, and sometimes when I just lay there on my mat and I just uh, turn off the, the phone and I just lay there and I fall asleep like that's that's one of my best things I feel so relaxed and I feel like a baby waking up you know when you're super hot when you wake up after laying on your yoga mat completely relaxed um that's one of my best uh moments I just love it 
That's interesting. There's almost like the comforter, you know, the little teddy bear or the little snuggly that a baby has. Yeah. Uh, they fall asleep with. And you almost yeah. get this sense um, when you just lie down on your mat. And that is almost this peace, mm. comforting sensation yeah. that your body receives from it. And that is like exactly. a sort of a coming home. Yeah, that's really yeah. Cool. Yeah, I just, and I just love the the balance that yoga has of um, putting me out of my comfort zone, trying new poses and yeah. um, trying things that I, that, that I don't think I'm possible to, to uh, work out. Um, but at the same time, really communicating that you shall listen to your body. Where yeah. are you today? How do you feel? Um, challenge yourself, but don't make harm on yourself. Uh, I think it's uh, yeah. I just love it. So I'm super thankful for uh, for the yoga class that my mom signed me up for when I was 18, even if I didn't know that uh, at the so time. Basically, but, your your decision to go all the way to India to do a teacher training was the curiosity mm -hmm. that led you there. If is that right for me to say? Yeah, I mean, I've always been interested in um, both mental and physical health. Mm. Uh, I've always uh, been uh, active, doing a lot of sports. Um, and at the same time, I'm super interested in how we can find... Uh, yeah how we can find our true journey and I think that yeah. yoga can help us with that um so I think that the yoga I I thought about it for a long time that I wanted to go and I wanted to dig deeper into the uh, Indian philosophy and how yeah. to yeah how to think about different parts of life not just yeah. the physical yoga parts uh, so that was the main thing that I wanted to deepen my deepen my knowledge around that, but then also deepen my uh, asana practice and become yeah. better at that. Uh, but I think it was, um, yeah, it's it's part of my interest. Um, it's almost in, part of your interest in like the human mind, how human yeah. Is working exactly. because you you mentioned in the beginning, uh, and I know that you recently changed jobs, and right now mm. it is uh, what you said it's online mental health care. Um, yeah, can you uh, explain a little bit about what you do for work, and has yeah. anything of the yoga what you have learned over the years that you were practicing mm. has this is this supporting you in doing the work that you do mm. yeah definitely I um, since I grew up I have uh, always been very full uh, of emotions um, yeah. I don't know why but I think I asked my mom like I don't know maybe five times a day if she loved me which is quite mm. weird but I did when I was young and uh, he has told me that I've been very like emotional since I was a kid um mm. and I have always felt uh, an interest in other people and talking about 
both like yeah talking about how different people view the world um and then i actually got an eating disorder when i was 18 um okay. so i really struggled with that and i was uh, hospitalized for six months um and that was when i was uh, 1920 and I felt that the meditation gave me so much um, and because I wasn't allowed to do all the other stuff that I usually did you know running and mm. uh, being super physically active I felt that I um, really needed those pauses that the yoga gave yeah. me um at that time and um the journey has been uh, rough and it's been going up and down and i definitely feel now that i in my job because i'm working as a communication specialist at brave which is a company working with internet cognitive behavioral therapy and i i feel maybe not because of the yoga per se, but because of my journey in combination with the yoga, mm-hmm. um, that I can, uh, working with communication, I can understand how to communicate with yeah. people uh, that are challenged by life in a way. Yeah, so you're um, using your own experience to uh, yeah yeah your own experience is helping you or supporting you in uh, in finding the right words to use um, within uh, within this company within the people exactly. uh, you talk with yeah 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 and also remembering that I mean there is not a single journey or life. Um, that is the same. Yeah. And remembering that each individual f- are facing their yeah. challenges uh, differently. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's super important to to tell that this is not the only right way. Yeah. yeah. But we have proven tools if you want to try it out. Yeah. But maybe you have other things that you can do. You can. Yeah. Um, you know, write or go for a run or do yoga or yeah. swim or, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that's definitely something that has helped me. Um, I think it's Im- I think it's important that people find their own journey. Yeah. yeah. And that's okay. something that I also want to communicate in my, uh, yeah. at my job. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. Because what I've experienced of the years that I've been uh, leading teacher trainings for mm. different schools, um, mm. that one part of the people that come participate in the training do this because they're already a yoga teacher, so they really want to be teaching daily. Uh, mm. But the biggest part of people that join yoga training are not necessarily wanting to be yoga teachers they Mm -hmm. don't want to teach they are not in Mm. it for that I Mm. when I started out my first training was not because I really wanted to teach I wanted to Mm. learn more about 
what's this whole practice about? And then yeah. it became a personal journey of exactly. um, experiencing what the practices of yoga besides the asana practice was doing for me. And yeah. then it became clear that for me, it was very easy to start teaching and I felt the drive or the need to share this with other people. Mm. Uh, but I know many that came to teacher trainings are not teaching one class. Uh, mm. They were not in it for that. They will never do it because it's not the thing, but they mm. purely did it in a sense of personal development, diving yeah. within and going to that mm. personal journey in that. Um, mm. I remember good that most of the people that were in your group were mm. all in it for that personal yeah. journey. I think yeah. one yeah. of the 12 started teaching actual, you know, continuous classes after that, which is, yeah. Yeah. oh, wow, that's interesting to see that in such, you know, a group of 12 people is not big, but then... Mm. You, a lot of people have that question, why are you coming here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, I think so that why? a lot of people, yeah. like when I, because, you know, before I went to India and uh, people asked me before I went, uh, oh, are you going to become a yoga teacher and what are you going to do with it after? And, you know, I had all these plans that maybe I'm going to, you know, start a yoga studio and I'm mm -hmm. going to do this and I'm going to do that. And I was, uh, I think maybe I just uh, told them so because that was what they wanted to hear in a way, or that's what you are supposed to answer. Like you're going on a yoga teacher training <laughs> yeah. and, and uh, yeah, I, of course I will teach when I come back. Um, but I haven't, and I feel that I would like to someday, but yeah. I'm not in a rush. There we go. Um, someday you already say it. Like someday it might be there and maybe never. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. Both is fine. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but I would love and I'm still dreaming of um, sharing it with, with people. But I want the yoga to be completely driven out of passion and... and yeah. uh, and love for it. Uh, yeah. I don't want it to become uh, another thing that I'm just gonna check off my to-do list. Yeah. Uh, because that's exactly that's exactly what I don't want yoga to become. Yeah. Um, I want it to be a place where I can pause and yeah. be able to have time to reflect and think yeah. about what I want to do and I want it to help me to find my way and I yeah. feel that I I need to really find my way before I can uh, try to help others to, oh, that's so to find their yeah. way uh, yeah Beauti beautifully chosen in words to uh, yeah to really first know what is your way in it before yeah uh, you start sharing it. And I think that is yeah. uh, is a good point to make because very often uh, mm. you see that people start to teach, yes, very yeah. good, but then the question is, what am I sharing here? Uh, mm. First, 
own the practice, own the experience, go through mm. the experience before you start sharing this with others. Because the experience will come from deep down within you instead of that it mm. is coming from the mind, it's coming from the heart. And yeah. All teaching, sharings, the more it comes from the heart or, you know, from your core beliefs, your soul, uh, mm. um, the more clear it's going to be accepted or understood by the one that's on the other side of the words. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, definitely. Because I, I can also feel when I'm going to yoga classes and, you know, you meet different teachers and you, you uh, the ones I fell in love with uh, are the ones that I feel have found their way yeah. uh, of doing like the yoga thing with everything that comes with yeah. it um you know because they can do it in completely different ways it's just that i need to feel that they are grounded in their way of doing it yeah. um because then i can pick and choose what i want to take with me from their uh, yeah. from their way of doing it yeah. So okay. I I I want to if I'm gonna teach I want to uh, be sure that I've also found my my way of doing it not way. listening in yeah. yeah not listening in on what others want me to do or doing you know no. really no hard asanas and stuff. no honoring what feels right for you and that is uh, what you share and. I've had these conversations quite a few times. I said, you need to honor what feels right mm. for you to do, where you feel home in. And then as well, knowing that this changes sometimes over the course of the years, uh, yeah. it can change. Uh, because mm. we, we stay human beings and we change. <laughs> and, that is yeah. and that is also totally okay. That is also totally okay. Yeah. Definitely, and I think I'm I'm the first person to uh, confess that I'm changing a lot. You know, I can think one thing one day, and then uh, you talk to someone that thinks about it in a better way, and you're like, okay, that's better. And and um, I'm trying to. Uh, that's also something that you need to practice every day, right? Like when it comes to. Um, for example, what you want to do in life and what you want to work with. Um, that I studied for five years. And for my parents, for example, it's uh, it would be weird if I decided to, uh, to just quit and start working at a cafe. Yeah. But I have been thinking in those um, directions and I... I'm still struggling to to um, make decisions 100% based mm. on what I want to do, but I'm getting there. I mean, when I painted these walls, or you cannot see it, you the ones uh, listening, but I painted my apartment green when I moved in, mm. and um, I remember my parents. They were just like, no, 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 don't do it. Just keep them white you know it's safe it's light it's nice it's you know everything yeah and I was and I thought about it, that 
no, shouldn't I, shouldn't I paint the walls now green? But I, I want to have the walls green. I don't, I don't know what I want to do. And then I took the step and I was like, I'm going to paint the walls green. And I remember I was so happy afterwards. And it might sound silly, but for me, it's, it was a decision that I took completely on my own. And I yeah. felt so, uh, well, you feel relaxed and, yeah, exactly. You are totally happy with it, and it feels right yeah. for you. And is it? Yeah. It's your house where you're living, and this yeah. is like your the, a home is like a sacred space. This is a space where mm. you retreat mm. in, and yeah, yeah. Society can say no, white is the right color, but in your heart, if that doesn't feel like the right color, your home will never be your yeah. your. Safe where you can retreat in so for you it makes totally sense I can understand that you were proud mm, yeah, yeah you become proud and also I, I think we are a lot of people uh, focusing too much on what other people yeah. think Putting somebody else uh, to the eye yeah definitely yeah, yeah yeah exactly and I I try to think about my inner 85 year old sometimes like when I'm laying there in that. bed you know with my skin hanging yeah. down and and wrinkles and everything um I just want to feel looking back at my life that I lived it the way I wanted to live it that's beautiful um, yeah. yeah and thinking about that continuously it makes me uh, stop listening in so much uh, about what other things. So that's uh, that's just a tip to to think about your your inner eighty five year old with a lot of wrinkles from laughing and crying and oh, the wrinkles the, the wrinkles everything. from laughing I've created them already my whole yeah. life <laughs> <laughs> exactly back, definitely yeah. thinking back as if you're like you know uh, yeah the eighty five year old looking back what is the biggest mm. advice that you can give your future self and that is honoring what uh, you feel within honoring yeah. uh, what feels right for you mm. instead of listening into what other people's opinions are uh, because yeah. at the end you are the one um, you are the one that is living your life not somebody else yeah. and you must yeah. live that life to your happiest self nobody yeah. else can do yeah. this for you nobody else can yeah. If yeah. I go a little bit of an honest, maybe it's a little bit on a sidetrack. I'm not sure. Mm. Um, you love to read or watch movies. Mm. Yeah. Or maybe there's something else. Like, is there a person in the world? It can be a writer. It can be a movie star. It can be somebody nobody else knows but you. So it can also be an infamous person. Is there yeah. somebody who you would love to sit down with? and have a cup of tea hot water coffee chai <laughs> chocolate chocolate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. chocolate okay is there anything who would this person be and what would you like to ask him or her so i thought about this um and it was so weird because it was like uh 
a woman called Sigrid Rabe, which is a Norwegian uh, singer. Yeah. And I don't really, I really, I don't really know why, but I feel like looking at her as, for example, social media or, you know, her music videos or interviews and, mm. and stuff like that. I feel that she has such a nice energy. Um, mm. She feels so genuine. She is, uh, she spreads a lot of positive energy in a way that I, I think is super nice because she doesn't, uh, you know, feel she doesn't feel like a person that would uh, just smile uh, at all times, but she also feels like a person that would be able to say that, mm. oh, you know, I'm all right. It's, it has been a bit tough this year or uh, she feels just so genuine. Mm. Um, and I just love that. Um, so that was weird when it came to mind that I would, that was the person that was like, she has such a nice vibe and nice energy. I just love it. But apart from that, I um, I would say that I really love to sit down and talk with just infamous, ordinary people. Uh, because once you... Uh, once you start to uh, just dig in there a bit, everyone has something that you can learn from, and I just, uh, I just love that. Like, um, yeah, I feel that I have so much to learn from people just out on the streets, you know. Yeah. Just the people that you meet on a regular daily basis, yeah. the person yeah. where you buy your coffee from and who is exactly. this person behind the counter, they, yeah. he or she has their, has a story to tell and each exactly. and every one has a story to tell. And this is why mm. I always love asking this question because the answers mm. are very diverse and one person yeah. um, is probably reading a book at that point that is inspiring and mm. what you think about people that you meet in the street uh can have just as inspirational stories to tell as exactly. the ones that are super famous like exactly. you, you your story that you are sharing with us today mm. is just as important as if i would have like a movie star on here for example. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and I don't want to say that, of course, I would like to sit down with uh, Oprah and talk to her or, mm. uh, you know, Barack Obama or Nelson Mandela. And yeah. they are they are famous, but they they also have a story to tell, uh, I yeah. think. So it doesn't it, it doesn't it isn't about if they are famous or not. No. Uh, it's about um, the stories they have to tell, and I think that each and every one of us have something to to tell. If, if you would have, the, sure. if you would have the chance to sit down with Nelson Mandela right now, what would you ask him? Oh, I mean, he <laughs> is uh, like following your value. Yeah, 
I want to do that. That's like my main goal. I just want to live and be super true to myself when it comes to, uh, yeah, everything. And he just, even if he got the chance to, uh, to you know, let let his moral go yeah. and live another type of life, he just. Uh, held on to it um, because he wanted to do it in the right way for him and that was the most important thing and I I think that's that's what I would ask him like how do you stay true Mm -hmm. when other things are trying to um to put you out of your your path yeah. that would be super interesting to to talk about because yes. I don't think that a lot of people have the strength that he that he has to mm. uh, to stick to the to stick to the path St- yeah. stick to the path that he chose he very yeah. clearly knew his values yeah and that was the message he was bringing out in the world and mm. still out in the world that yeah um following that inner truth and uh keeping him keep yeah continuing honoring that as well i yeah. was wondering what do you think what he would have said to his maybe 85, 95, or his future self, he probably would have said this. Uh, yeah. Honor your values mm. and, and live your own life and not so much the life of somebody else. Yeah, yeah. And that you will not be happy if you don't stick to what you believe. Because he could have lived another life and he could have been, you know, free but he knew that that wasn't what's gonna uh, make him happy, and I think yeah. it's it's uh, lovely to have that uh, strength inside That's you. Beautiful. That yeah. these are, I think, beautiful words to round up our conversation for tonight, mm. today, tonight, today. I don't know what is it today. <laughs> <laughs> It's tonight for me. I don't know. Yeah. For, you. Uh, for me, it's an amazingly rainy afternoon. <laughs> um, I thank you so much about sharing uh, your path, your story, um, having uh, given a little bit of an insight into your life. And I am sure it's that you're going to be inspiring a lot of people uh, by open-heartedly sharing this with the whole world yeah it's been lovely to be part of this conversation and I yeah it feels so nice to talk to you again and just have a an hour talking about um, stuff like life life uh, just yeah it's, life it's amazing yes yeah I'm so grateful that you invited me thank you so Love much it. Thank you so yeah. much, Sarah. Um, I hope Thank we're going to meet each other very, very soon again. I hope so, too. I will probably fly down and leave uh, cold Stockholm for 
warm Caribbean. So that is a good idea. Instead, yes. that would be lovely. You're yeah. more than welcome over here. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Thank you.